National believe a $40 million payment from the Crown to purchase the Humata will open up full and final treaty settlements with the relitigating goodness, of previous claims. To discuss this, I'm joined by National Finance spokesperson Paul Goldsmith and a former historical researcher at the Waitangi Tribunal. Good morning to you. G'day, how are you? Good, thank you. You were just there the year, were you, at the Waitangi Tribunal? Yes, this was my first job. I studied uh, history, did an, uh, an MA in history, and my first job was at the Waitangi Tribunal. Yeah, and back what, in the nineties. What drew you there? Uh, well, I mean, I'd uh, studied uh, New Zealand history and was uh, very interested in uh, early New Zealand history and the land uh, transactions and deals, and so uh, I enjoyed my work there. Mm. But um, uh, and you know, it's a very complicated area, and, and that's where we're, I suppose, most worried about what's happening at Ihumato in the sense that I think there is a broad. Uh, public um, agreement with the treaty settlement process. Uh, not everybody's happy with it, but there's a sort of a broad support for it. But that would, I think, be fatally undermined if uh, we gave into the argument that uh, each new generation can relitigate it or start it all over again, uh, which it seems to be the argument of uh, Pania, Newton and, and that group. And so that's uh, the real danger. If, 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 you, if you start applying... Um, uh, private land to the to to the treaty process, and also areas that had been covered by full and final settlements, uh, then you you risk opening up absolute Pandora's box and uh, losing that widespread support. I think that we have for an important process. I, yeah, and I think Grant, um, Grant Robertson understands that. But when you look at at the case of Ihumato, it was an egregious example of of land confiscation and then, you know, carving it up for for Pākehā settlers? Well, you know, look, we're talking about, uh, you know, events of 150 years ago where, uh, which have been the the focus and the results uh, of full and final settlements. And and so that's the point. We've been through a process, we've had settlements, uh, the the money has been paid out, uh, and now there's an argument to do it all over again. Uh, and um, and look, there, there are you know, many uh, pieces of land uh, that argument can be made for. And so uh, that's where you're, you're left scratching your head and saying, well, where does this lead to? And that's why the government shouldn't have got involved. The prime minister shouldn't have stuck her, her beak into the issue and uh, uh, built up expectations on, on the side of the protesters. Because ultimately, uh, if if you send the message that if you turn up, occupy some land, even if it's private land, and the government will somehow sort it out, and then make very vague statements like uh, the Prime Minister made, which is to say, uh, somebody can come along, occupy your land, uh, and the government will say, well, we're very focused on a buy Māori, for Māori solution. I mean, what on earth does that mean? (laughs) And what does it mean for the private landowner? These are very real questions. Yeah, and I don't think it was helpful, I agree. But at the same time, this isn't just any old piece of land. Surely you'd concede it does have special significance in terms of our our shared history. It's not just important for Māori. It was incredibly important for the for the new Pākehā settlers. Uh, yes, but you when you start talking about heritage, uh, 
that's a very, you know, it's a very broad topic. Uh, you know, look at Auckland. The, the whole Auckland Isthmus is, is a volcanic field, yeah. uh, and there are uh, countless sites of historical significance and special significance uh, uh, near the water. And so that argument could be used for countless sites, and that's why you know many landowners all around Auckland and New Zealand would be saying, well, heck, uh, if if that logic applies to Ihumato, it could apply to to my neighbourhood, my land. Uh, I'm on the slopes of a volcano. Where where does it all end? And so, uh, you know, it's not surprising. Uh, this is just one of the reasons why you know, investor confidence and business confidence is through the floor because there's so much uncertainty being created in so many areas, and this is another example of that. As a student of as an excellent student of history. Would you accept that we don't do enough to preserve a, a, a great deal of New Zealand's history? Well, I mean, every uh, generation has to uh, balance up our desire to preserve our history, and we do a lot of that, and the need for affordable housing. And you know, that's uh, a real issue in New Zealand. Uh, in Auckland right now, housing is very expensive. We need to build more houses. We need to build more houses more cheaply so that people can afford them. Uh, and every time uh, this happens, it seems, uh, something comes up to make that more difficult. So Fletcher's been trying to build these houses. It's been dragging on for months on end now. Uh, the Prime Minister intervened, uh, and frankly, they've got no real solution. It's a complete and utter muddle. And another example of uh, the, you know, the inability to uh, deliver and sort of work their way through these tricky issues uh, without making them worse. And so, um, yes, platitudes you know, don't help. You know, bullet points well, would have been more helpful. Yeah, and you know, letting this process follow its normal course. You know, if if, if you send a message uh, that if you turn up with the tents and occupy uh, private land, the government will try and sort it out and find some way to to for for taxpayers to pay for it to restore it and and uh, end up going back to um, uh, to some. A particular iwi or tribe, then uh, that really opens up the whole floodgates. And uh, so uh, we're playing with fire here, and the government needs to be very cautious. Now, Robinson will say they're thinking about this, uh, and they're mindful of the precedent and all that, but ultimately it's very hard to imagine uh, any solution that involves the government either paying for or loaning the money that doesn't set a precedent. And so that's the difficulty. Yes, although a loan seems perhaps the most responsible response? Well, not really. I mean, ultimately, you know, the core message is, do you, you uh, give in to protesters who turn up and demand that land be returned in some way or other, uh, land that's private land and land that has been uh, in an area that has been subjected to a full and final settlement? So, you know, that's, it's pretty simple. Uh, our message and Simon Bridges' message has been quite clearly that the government should tell the protesters to go home and to let Fletchers get on and build their build their houses. That but, the Ma- but Maori won't benefit. Like the the iwi won't benefit from the money. It'll be Fletcher who who gets the money, who wants to sell it, and the people of New Zealand benefit from having a green space in an industrialised area that's of special significance. Uh, yeah, and they don't have the houses. And of course, uh, Fletcher's like any company, just wants to get out of the situation. 
they bought land, they wanted to build houses, they did a, an arrangement with the, the local iwi that everybody was happy with in, in that context, uh, and uh, they've been held up for months and months and months. So uh, naturally, they just want to get out of the situation. But we've got to think of the broader picture here, that is, what is the precedent that it sends? And the precedent that it sends is that private land is now no longer secure, uh, if they did that, and secondly, uh, that full and final settlements can be re- relitigated, and that would have, you know, like I say, would have very, very negative consequences for general public support for the treaty process, and that I think is the most important thing because, you know, if you think about the social cohesion of this country and and the fact that we uh, acknowledge that. Uh, wrongs have been done in the past and uh, this current generation, many generations removed, is prepared to make an effort to restore that. Uh, then, you know, and that broad public support is, uh, you know, has held over a long period of time. That could be fatally undermined if we, uh, if we take this step. That's why you know, we're sending a very strong signal to the government that they should uh, act very carefully here and they shouldn't have gotten involved in the first place. On that we agree. I thank you very much for your time. Paul Goldsmith, National's Finance Spokesperson.